Okay, yeah. listen, we are delighted to be joined. Our next guest this morning is from the St. Joseph Secondary School in Tulla, and that's Rita McInerney. Rita, you're very welcome. Thanks very much. Thank you. Listen, it's great to have you. It's been a great year for St. Joseph's. It's been a fabulous, yeah. I mean, unbelievable year for St. Joseph's. And I suppose this time last year, who would have thought? You know, we never imagined. I'm sure the mentors, the three boys, always knew they had a, a great crop of players and worked very well with them. Yeah. But I suppose... You're never sure. You're never sure. And I suppose there was two things kind of... I suppose they knew they had a great crop of players, but it's one thing to have everything and yet to take advantage of the opportunities but I suppose the big thing then was with COVID whether the competition would even go ahead yes you know which would be a huge missed opportunity you know that's right because two years ago I think well they got to the semi-final where Flannans beat them isn't that right I think we commentated on that and then the whole thing just stopped that's it yeah yeah Yeah. so it's been a it's been a I mean for everybody in society it's been a very tough time so this came at a a great time I suppose last summer last summer um, Sister Bosco Griffin who was a, a, a great mentor in our school, passed away. And when we came back in September, we felt that loss. And then some of our boys had huge personal loss in September. So, yes. you know, the start of the year, but with their, their friends and their communities, you know, rallied in and helped them to, yeah. to and I suppose that time. And, you mm, know. Rita, outside of, of the sport element of it and the hurling element of it, it's something like this gives the school a great lift. And, and by the school, I mean the staff, the pupils, the parents, oh, yeah. everybody associated. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like as the, as the journey progressed, you know, I suppose it's no more than Patrick getting in touch and inviting me on today. Like that shows the great support of the community for our school that you'd even consider to, to bring us on here. But the whole community, like it was a whole school movement. Everybody in the school was involved. You know, the whole parish, the whole community, the whole of East Clare. You know, I think Brian Torpy referenced it like a, a murmuration, you know. <laughs> yes, school, yes. Yeah. You know, it was a, just yeah. a huge movement. You know, it was just amazing, the support. And I suppose that's the thing about community, isn't it? You get support when, when you need it for the lows and then and support uh, comes on board for the highs yeah. as well. And it's Does it say something about the importance of extracurricular oh, for sure. in, in the education world? Absolutely, John, yeah. Yeah, it's a huge thing. You know, it's it's it's... It's the whole person and it's about providing an environment for students to flourish at all different levels. Like school doesn't suit everybody. Yeah. The academics, you know, for some students coming into school, the, the books are, are, are so difficult, mm-hmm. you know. So this gives people an opportunity. And, and we've such a wide range of things. There's something for everybody there, you know, in the range of sports and there's public speaking and debate. There's everything, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's that, I suppose, that care that students show for each other. It's that sense of compassion to each other and community. Like, it's, it's huge. Jim, have you seen the lovely uh, grounds layout in the oh, school in Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anytime yeah, we drive through, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's absolutely... It's magnificent. I mean, yeah. you can tog out, you can tog out, if you like, in, 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 your, in the school, and 10 seconds later, you can be out on the pitch playing komogi or whatever it is yeah. isn't that yeah. right absolutely yeah, yeah absolutely. but i imagine that has given you know the school a great lift as oh well. it's fantastic mm. yeah it really is fantastic and to have your own pitch where and you can have other schools coming in to play and yeah. you know i suppose i was involved with komogi and you'd be all the local parishes were fantastic to support us but you'd be going out and in the wintertime begging for a pitch and you know <laughs> yes. it was difficult yeah so it's fantastic you have your pitch there for training like we've mm. had teams training in the morning before school 
we have teams training after school over the holidays. It's just so you don't have teachers complaining about Mickey Joe is is, is again uh, gone off to do a to play match in Ballydee Hub, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, even from the students and from a teacher's yeah. point of view, like you know, before every match you were travelling, so it was very you know the whole day was gone. Whereas That's now, a, it's a problem actually. It's it is, a isn't problem. it? Yeah, it is. Mm. Whereas now you go out and you have your match and you're back into the classroom yeah. again and. Mm. It's fantastic. Yeah. I suppose when we as a radio station talk about community, we're not talking about any particular parish. We're talking about the wider East Clare community where we broadcast to. And, and it's a bit similar with Tulla because you yes. bring in pupils from a number of parishes. Absolutely. You know, and I suppose you probably felt, the, as you mentioned earlier, the, the support and everything that, that you got from, from the wider East Clare huge, community. Yeah, huge, yeah. Mm. Like all the, all the surrounding parishes, but it wasn't just even the parishes. As you say, it was the whole of East Clare, like mm. the whole county. And I suppose even from afar, the fact that we were underdogs, you know, I suppose everybody likes to see uh, people achieving, um, you know, against the, the, yeah. the, the elite, yeah. I suppose. And, yeah. you know, I suppose our boys got to a point through working with our mentors where they started to believe that they could do it. And they got in there and they knew they could compete and not only compete, but defeat the elite. And you so know, it didn't start. Belief. It didn't start, uh, let's say, this year. Oh, There's gosh, no. No. No, no. Where are no, the roots? Well, I, I started in, in Tulla in September 94. Mm -hmm. And uh, John Stack, Michael McMahon, Seamus Brehan, Amy Hall, Dynan, they were all the teachers there. And they used to talk hurling and they talk about hearty. <laughs> talk about playing hearty. And I come from Leinster and not being part of schools, Leinster hurling or anything. It was three girls in my house at home and none of us played camogie. Basketball was our sport. So hearty didn't mean anything to me at the time. But over the years, and I remember thinking that, you know, they didn't play Leinster. Like, I couldn't understand, even in later years, my nephews, I couldn't understand why they weren't playing Hearty. <laughs> you know, I thought Hearty was the All-Ireland. Yes, but I mean, yes. it is, it has that yeah. prestige and that reverence. Like, it's... So back as far as then. So that dream has been nurtured the whole way through. You know, it's always, you know, people have been working and working. And the, the lads would acknowledge that, you know, that they've built on the foundation of teachers and people gone before them and students gone before them you know that that foundation was very solid mm -hmm. you know but building that belief like you know it's it's, it's not just on the field as yeah. we know it's it's on we, we, the field you know we'd have to win the hearty over in Scarif <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Suppose, so go ahead Pat. in recent years uh, Terence and, and, and Tomas Kelly have put in a huge amount of work oh there. absolutely huge Pat you know the lads went yeah, through and my lads absolutely yeah yeah. yeah yeah so this has been going on for years like the the hours and the time and it's not just there's a lovely article and we'll talk about the book later written by um, uh, a past colleague of ours Declan Spellman about coaches and I think every coach of every discipline and every teacher in the country I'd say could relate to it because it you know it talks about it's fine on the good days and the days that you win but if you were only doing it for the days you win you wouldn't yeah. do it at all uh, you know of course yeah very yeah. wise so the the hours that have gone in I mean, yeah, yeah. to the training yeah. the preparation you know, the nighttime phone calls, the planning, you know, yeah, huge, yeah. huge But you were talking time. earlier to you, in response to you, Jim, Rita was talking about the impact it had on the culture and is having on the culture of the school, okay? Positive. It's positive, positive. all the yeah. way. We had, a, a, the, the next best thing to the, the arty would be the Dean Ryan. And, yes. and we were lucky enough, as you will remember, we were lucky enough to beat Flannans in the final of that 
it was an extraordinary situation that two Clare schools should meet in the final of the yes. Dean Ryan. Yes. And try. So I understand very, very yes. well where you're coming from. Absolutely. You know, yeah. and I, I certainly can see this being born out of the experience of the past 12 months for you. Absolutely. It's yeah. a beautiful Well, the name of it, well, Making Dreams a Reality, yeah. the, the, the yeah. sub That's is, the book. Is, is just fits in exactly with what you're saying. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, tell us about the book. So, I suppose we, we, we had our journey and the excitement of it and uh, I suppose, you know, it, it impacted so many of us so strongly in so many ways. And one of my colleagues then, Donna Fitzgerald, she rang one evening and said, you know, I have an idea I think we need to do something with this. And she had gone, she had spoke to Terence, Terence Fahey, and he was of yeah. the same mind that we need to gather this together someplace and have it, you know, that I suppose our memories fade. Um, they do. And even I can tell to, you say, they the do. And the 1982, <laughs> you know, and you were trying to gather information. Yeah. And people were great. We got great help from, from past pupils and past staff and, you know, gathering information. But... Um, so, so Donna then was the, the she gathered a, kind of a number of us together I think it was seven of us together got a, co a committee going and it took off then you know and we were very open to ideas coming in if somebody had an idea mm. especially from the three lads you know mm. from Terence, Tomas and Aidan um, they were our go-to people on it as well and you know, it's not it's, it's, I suppose it's more than just about hurling it's about the journey of the hurling yes Um it, it, while it has the history, I suppose it's the hearty history in the school. There's many a player that dons the school colours that mightn't feature in that book because to create a book that would chronicle all of the history through, you know, was beyond us, I suppose. But the amount of, um, I suppose, the book brings so many different things for different people. You know, it's not all hurling. There's um, articles there about yeah. um, different people that were woven into the journey of St. Joseph's and that were very strong in, I suppose, inspiring it the current all happened group of very quickly, didn't it? I mean, mm. that, um, but are you just going back the years now, you, you are, are this year. How do you mean? No, no, the people who were woven into the story. Uh, well, I suppose John Stack is, there's yes. an article there um, and written by a former colleague, Declan Spellman, and, um, you know, as I mentioned, Sister Bosco Griffin earlier, um, a past pupil of ours, um, this current, say the leave inserts of, I'm going to say 2015, one of their fellow pupils, Jack Lynch, um, I suppose inspired that group and, you know, yeah. uh, Jack got sick and um, he was a great inspiration to the group because even having left school, he came back to their matches, you know, and I suppose the lad saw his, his resilience and his spirit, you know, and um, there's a lot of that. I suppose the book, the book is more than just a, a chronicle of hurling. It's there's a lot of spirit in it. There's yeah. a lot of emotion in the book. We're just before you come in, we we spoke to to Noel. Yeah, Noel's a past pupil of St Joseph's. As yes, well. yeah. that's right. Yeah. He was saying that, but um, I mean, what he was talking about in terms of rugby was, you know, the skill is only a small part of it, or a certain part of it. Obviously, skill is necessary, but it's it's the character. And the willingness to work and and that and I mean and he he also mentioned about you know he the, the correlation between success in terms of making it on teams and success in academics uh, is there you know you're talking about molding a group of players or a group of students um, with with building their character absolutely yeah and mm. this has been huge for this 
for this group of, of students, you know. I suppose it's that realisation that when you work hard and when you're dedicated and you commit, the power of that, especially as a group, you know, the mm-hmm. unity and the power of a group, and then, you know, support can, by can, the can we look at, for a minute at the impact which the beautiful building and yeah. uh, interior facilities yeah. uh, has provided you with? Yeah. I mean, you had the experience of, you know, the old buildings. Absolutely. How, how has, has the, the architecture, we'll call it, yeah. the new architecture, which is the, the secondary school in Tala, mm. uh, how has that impacted on you and your colleagues and on the students? Yeah, well, I suppose I'll have to say, John, to start that when I started over in the old building, I have a lot of very happy memories okay. and very, very, um, do you know, from the time I arrived there, there's a great welcoming spirit. And I suppose one of the biggest challenges we always felt was to maybe to bring that with us, you know, sometimes to a new building, yes. it could be clinical or whatever, but I, I, I really do feel that it's it's the spirit, the spirit has come with us across. And I suppose that's the most important thing. I think the building is secondary to that because I think if you don't have that spirit, that welcome, that compassion, that sense of community, like, mm. you know, the building could be very hollow. But in terms of the building itself, then I suppose it's 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 clean, it's bright, it's spacious, you know, it's and beautiful. the facilities. It's, oh, it's <laughs> absolutely it beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's a privilege, like yeah. it's great to have that facility. Mm. And it's, it's, it's also a busy spot now. Yes. Do you, know, so do you do you engage with the community? A lot, yeah. Do you? Yeah. In yeah. what ways? Um, well, I suppose we have. I suppose the one thing that comes to mind straight away would be the um, the older. I shouldn't say older. The maybe retired citizens come in and work with our transitioner group. Um, now, obviously, there was challenges with that over the last two years as well. But I mean, that's a, a huge thing for the community and for our students. Because I suppose years ago, um, you know, often in houses there was a, maybe an older grandparent in the house, or you know, that's not as as common now. So, you know, that's a lovely thing for young people to be able to work with and communicate with. Yeah, you say transition year. I mean, is it integrated into the transition year program? Yes. This communication with yes. the adult, with yes. the older people, the seniors. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then we have we have Goshka programs and things running in the school, so. Goshka, there's three levels, bronze, silver and gold. And said for each of them, you do an hour of community involvement. So our students would go out and get involved in their community. And we've had feedback different times from tidy towns, from scouts, from different groups, that they're so delighted to have our students on board helping out, be it with underage, um, handball, hurling, you know, the different aspects in the surrounding parishes. Um so th- from that point of view, and actually just speaking about Goshka, we had a group of um, past pupils who are now in college and they've gone on to achieve their gold Goshka this summer. They went out um, probably two weeks ago now, I suppose, and they walked to the Camino for a week. They walked oh, 117 kilometres in yes. the sky high temperatures in well, Spain. You, you weren't with them. I yet. wasn't with them, no, <laughs> no, no. But um, yeah, yeah two, of the, two of the staff were with them and I think there was uh, 13 Pupils. Yeah. 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 So to get a gold Goshka medal is a huge, huge Indeed. Event. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm just thinking the you know, because Tulla is a growing community as well. Yeah. 
uh, a lot of new construction in Tulla at the moment. That's right. And I mean, and your school has been, you know, you've taken pupils from, from a wide area uh, all over the place. So, I mean, the future is bright as far as you're concerned. Um, the future is very bright, yeah. yeah. You know, it's it's great. Um, we have over 700 pupils this year gone by. Do you, over, do, do you have any sense, on Jim's question there, do you have any sense of uh, that the place could grow a little bit larger than we want it to? Um, so far, John, I suppose, personally speaking, um, I suppose when we were at four or 500, you'd think, God, if we got to 700, you know, mm. would it become more impersonal? It is more challenging, definitely with larger year groups, it is definitely more challenging to get to know the students, but you just have to work a little bit harder at it. Mm-hmm. You know, just a bit more energy into, mm. I suppose, making sure that you yeah. get to know. And larger staff at, as well. And larger Presum- staff, which brings, uh, brings its own positivity. Chance. Yeah. yeah, because yeah. you with new staff, new energy. You know, we've some fantastic new staff has joined us over the last number of years, and they bring great energy and great enthusiasm, and you know, different mm-hmm. talents for different things. It's it's fantastic, and that in itself, of course, gives more opportunities to our students. Yeah. Yes, so. and I suppose so. You know, with the new school and the, the fact that you wouldn't have to, you would probably have maybe people from from the house saying, "We yeah, we, yeah. we we." We might bring up, we might send our kids to Tora. Yeah, we and don't, it's, we, and we, it's we don't want, we don't want too much of that happening. <laughs> no, we don't want to be stealing from our neighbours. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, to be honest, I suppose in the last couple of last three years, four years, it's really been within the catchment a lot of the time. Our siblings of mm. existing uh, students. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Such is the demand, like it has been. But uh, you know, Jim is on about about the the expansion. Forgetting about the school and all, all that for a moment, the expansion of, of the population is the town of Tulla, do you think, sufficiently supplied with, uh, with the infrastructure for 50 houses or 60 houses or 30 houses, you know? Mm-hmm. Will that squeeze and does something get lost in the process? Yeah, I suppose. Look, it's it's all going to be in the living of it, John, isn't it? I know the yeah. the the soccer club. You know, there's a lot of very strong, active, um, very inclusive clubs in Tulla. Good. You know, and yeah. there's a, a huge amount of volunteerism in the community, mm-hmm. as there is in the the local community. Yes. Like a lot of our young people here will be involved. Let's say with. Um, with Tulla Soccer and mm. with different groups. The athletics. The athletics it? as well, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, lovely new development there as well. Yeah. So I suppose it'll be important that there is investment in that whole area too, mm-hmm. you know. Well, Rita, just we, we, we brought you in kind of to talk about the book and everything, but I mean, there's a lot more than hurling, as you've told us. In the book. Uh, yeah. in, in, <laughs> in the book and in the school. Yes, and, yeah, uh, sure. Listen, we wish you, first of all, every success with the book. Thank you very much. And yeah. ongoing with the school. Yeah. And uh, hopefully, much, we'll, as a radio station, we'll build up our relations with the school and uh, see, what, yeah. you know, what maybe yeah. what we yeah. can bring that, uh, that you yeah. want. Yeah, and thanks us. very much, as I said, because it's part of that whole community support that you even invite me on today oh, it's a pleasure. as a representative yeah. of the school and to promote our book and just let people know if people would like to get a copy of it it's in the local shops it's in the local yeah. area and it costs 20 it's 20 euros 20, 20 euro. euro. yeah. 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 Rita McInerney many thanks for coming in to us this morning on thank Saturday you very Chronicles. much yeah. we forgot to ask her uh, how did you end up here 
oh, in Tulla. You're from Kildare, yeah. I'm from Carlo. Carlo. Fears of the heart, John. Le Fair de Fears of the heart. <laughs> <laughs> I met a clear man what fell that, in love. It does. We're not going to go into, you know, what marquee did you meet him in? Or, okay? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much, John. Okay. Thank you. Okay.